0: This is KCLR's Bottom Line with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the city's largest independent accountancy practice, www.onf.ie.
1: Now, over recent months, we've talked a lot about the supply chain crisis uh, and it's come up with in all sorts of contexts, whether it's from uh, your PlayStation that you can't get for Christmas or whether it's uh, important stuff to do with business. I'm delighted to be joined in studio by Peter Hennebury, who's the director of Maxim Engineering, who are a supplier to the electronics manufacturers, many of whom are feeling the pinch in the supply chain crisis. Good morning, Peter.
0: Morning, John. Thanks for having me
1: on. Yeah, pleasure to have you here. Uh, Just tell us about your interaction. You actually interact with a lot of the household name companies or suppliers to the household name companies that make these
0: microprocessors. Spot on, John, spot on. Yes, most of our customers, if not all of our customers, actually they're the guys that make the boards that go in behind the dashboards of cars, all of the invisible electronics uh, and a lot of consumer electronics, but huge amount of automotive electronics in this country, safety systems, it's all hidden away in the dashboard hidden away in the car. There's about 1,500 microchips in one car alone, all invisible, all running there. When you hit a switch, the electronics are working and it's basically semiconductor chips that make all that stuff happen.
1: And as well as cars, you're talking about iPhones, phones, even watches, I suppose. Everything. Yeah, and with the advent of the so-called Internet of Things, there'll be a demand for, like, getting a microprocessor in your kettle eventually.
0: Absolutely. Uh, the Internet of Things is a fascinating area. It's burgeoning, it's growing, it's going to be absolutely massive. In terms of uh, 5G uh, G, and 6G these technologies will allow in time um, I'm not saying objects will talk to each other but they will communicate with each other and they'll let each other know. There'll be exchanges of data between inanimate objects well. and it'll be absolutely it's very
1: exciting so presumably if you're selling this stuff or making this stuff there's Mm. a big upsurge in demand Uh,
0: there's been an enormous upsurge in demand obviously in the last couple of years I mean electronics is where it's at one of the last bastions of electronification there's no such word as that but it's just my word this morning um, is the automobile is the car and when you think of it uh, four wheels and a steering wheel to where we've come to today and of course with the, 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 the prospect of the electrification of the automobile, uh, it's going to be enormous, and the demand for chips is, is uh, or semiconductor chips is, is, is enormous. On, based
1: on and that. along comes COVID, um, yes. plays hell with it all. I'm sure. Yes. Is that the only sort of thing, or talk to us about what's got us from a, a kind of what do they call it, just-in-time supply system to a uh, supply chain crisis? Like, how that come about?
0: Yeah, it's a good question because, I mean, just-in-time would have been, it's a very much a key word in in ma- in manufacturing uh, in the in ma- manufacturing environment. Um, you know, literally, you're on a manufacturing line, you should turn around and the, the raw materials for what you're making should be there. But in the last year, there's been sort of a, a confluence of factors which have put the squeeze massively on the supply of semiconductor Dr. Chip's to end users such as car makers, yes, consumer electronics, the PlayStations, the Xboxes. Um, everybody's feeling that out there. They're seeing the lead times on the new iPhone, for example, the latest iPhone 13. That's just not quite being delivered to your house next week. It's taking three to four weeks because Apple are under pressure. They're uh, they're under pressure trying to get their hands on those chips. And even a, Apple, presumably they have huge buying power. Absolutely, enormous buying power. But yes, they're competing with the Samsungs this world uh, and and a whole a plethora of of Chinese manufacturers of phones out there yeah and and so
1: like we've had Covid I remember the old ship getting stuck in the Suez Canal but they unblocked that Um, they did will everything return to normal when Covid gets under control or are there other factors?
0: There are other factors. I mean, look, you know, we were t- we've got lists of them here. The global pandemic would have had a massive effect on for example, the automakers. They wanted. They actually anticipated a drop in orders. Uh, they, they lowered their chip orders and the consumer guys got in. The electronic, uh, the, the, the apples of this world, they started to book out a lot of the semiconductor chip supplies there. That had a huge effect on it. The superpower politics between China and uh, China and the United States Uh, President Trump at the time you remember they were banning certain materials, Chinese uh, telecom companies getting involved in their 5G rollout in the States. This all had a very upsetting uh, influence on on that. And if I'm
1: not mistaken uh, Mm. Taiwan is one of the biggest producers
0: of of semiconductors and microprocessors. TSMC is Taiwan uh, uh, Corporation. They're, They're a semiconductor manufacturing corporation. Taiwan, they're responsible for possibly up to Fifty percent of all chips made in the world. Wow! And uh, it's a very, it's economically, sorry, politically stable enough country. It just happens to be next to Big Brother, with, with, with uh, but very friendly with the USA, and they're rolling out. Um, but they had problems in Taiwan last year. Believe it or not, there was a drought. It for the first time in something like fifty-six years, they had an an incredible drought in Taiwan. And when you bear in mind that these guys mm. are consuming about sixty million liters of. Water, Water in a plant every day of ultra pure water. Wow! You can see the effect that the drought had on. They had to shut plants out in in Taiwan for weeks and weeks because at the time. of the drought. Precisely, and of course, when you shut the plant, you put the squeeze on the supply of the chips.
1: Yeah, and so, am I right in saying that that's a kind of possible climate change, climate crisis impact? So that could yes, actually, indeed. you wouldn't kind of think of that when you'd be thinking microprocessors
0: that kind of absolutely the rainfall would affect absolutely the rainfall and indeed over in there were winter storms in texas last february or january or january february that shut plants in texas which is an amazing center for chip manufacturing so hence the reason that there is the the, the supply lines they they're they're quite constricted at the moment huge challenges out there
1: yeah we're talking about taiwan but of course
0: um up the road in leak slip uh that's part of the whole thing as well. Absolutely and they're going from strength to strength up there and they're rolling out new plants. I mean Intel are rolling out two new, uh, uh, with what they call wafer fabrication plants in, Tex- in in Arizona next year. I think it's about $20 billion and uh, they're going to choose a location for their next fab in Europe quite soon. So the way out of all of this is of course build more factories but build them in more politically stable and environmentally possibly more stable countries as well. Right, which, so fa- fab is kind of fab is what you call a factory for making these things a wafer fabrication the short for it is fab where you make or fabricate the wafers and they're not cheap these fabs they're absolutely not they come in multiples of tens of billions to build these places it's absolutely incredible yes so what's what's the impact all this is having on the car industry then well of course the car industry they, they when you snooze you lose i mean they, they dropped their orders at the beginning of last year thinking okay pandemic everybody's at home they're going to stop driving for a while um the consumer electronics came in because working from home you need a new console you need uh you know you need a new pc all of the paraphernalia that goes of that, the demand for electronics has gone through the roof. And of course, online purchasing, the Amazons, the Ebays, that has gone through the absolute roof. The automakers, they, they snoozed, then they lost. And now they're trying to they're trying to gain back their chip orders because they they told their suppliers, you know, they would have told them how much they needed and obviously the consumer guys came in and took over. So they're desperately trying to claw back. There are plants literally running, I won't say in Ireland today, but I've heard stories John, of literally taxis going to airports to get the raw materials to bring them back down to the factories to keep the lines going.
1: This is like your big massive multi-billions that are kind of calling up Joel
0: a taxi Send them taxi. off down to the Absolutely, airport. Absolutely, yes, and uh, those those electronics then will will end up in a car in Europe. And that stage. illustrates
1: kind of how um, you're as strong as your weakest link. But the taxi then that goes from your factory in the in the industrial estate yes. down to the airport yes. is um, part of the global
0: supply chain. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you do, from micro to macro. Yeah. Absolutely. So if yeah. there's
1: roadworks on the M50, conceivably <laughs> it can bring the old supply
0: chain <laughs> to a halt. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: Peter, it's absolutely fascinating talking to you about it and we look forward to hopefully chatting with you next year about how they're sorting the whole thing out. And pleasure, all, John. Yeah, well, listen, that's uh, Peter Hennebury who's uh, director of Mac Some engineering uh, giving us a fascinating insight into the supply chain crisis and how it affects microprocessors, which are in everything from your kettle to your PlayStation.
0: The bottom line on KCLR with John Purcell, brought to you with thanks to o'neill Foley Accountants, now offering a complete life and pensions advisory service to business. www.omf.ie